Welcome to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs, a podcast where I'll be sharing principles and insights each and every day to help you on your personal journey through life. Things to better help you move forward from wherever you are to where you want to be. Good morning, everybody. Happy Friday. You are listening to The Daily Drive with Josh Downs. And today's episode is episode 455, A Comparison That Brings Joy. Now, we all struggle with not feeling good enough, and I know you know that feeling. That has pretty much been a universal struggle that I've come across in working with people over the years, both old and young. And so much of this struggle, I found, can be traced back to comparison. Comparison, as it's been said, is the thief of all joy, and we all know that too well, don't we? Seems like we're always comparing ourselves to our neighbors, to our friends, to our coworkers, to their successes, to their families, through social media and countless other ways. And each time we do, we lose a little bit of ourselves and our joy in the process. Instead of finding joy in who we are, we suffer because of who we think we are not. Well, I believe there is one form of comparison that can actually bring joy. And that there is one person we should compare ourselves to and compare ourselves to often because of the joy that it can bring. And that person is Christ. Now, I know what you're thinking. How can I possibly (laughs) measure up to him? Well, you'd be right. I mean, can you imagine what it would have been like to have been one of his brothers or sisters? I mean, couldn't you just hear his parents say to them, why can't you be more like your brother? (laughs) Are you serious, mom and dad? He's perfect. Well, that's not the comparison that I'm talking about. To compare what we've done to what Christ has done on the surface would seem like a terribly discouraging thing to do until we consider not only what he's done, but why he did it. Brad Wilcox, a leader of my faith, shared the following story about a young man that he said he would call Damon. He said, Damon wrote, Growing up, I struggled with pornography. I always felt so ashamed that I could not get things right. Each time Damon slipped, the pain of regret became so intense, he harshly judged himself to be unworthy of any kind of grace, forgiveness, or additional chances from God. He said, I decided I just deserved to feel terrible all the time. I figured God probably hated me because I wasn't willing to work harder and get on top of this once and for all. I would go a week and sometimes even a month, but then I would relapse and think, I'll never be good enough. So what's the use of even trying? At one such low moment, Damon said to his priesthood leader, maybe I should just stop coming to church. I'm sick of being a hypocrite. (sighs) Now, how many of us have been there in one way or another? Feeling like we keep coming up short, short of the expectations that others have for us, short of the expectations that we have for ourselves. And how many of us have thought, what's the point? Why keep trying? Maybe I should just quit. God and others have to be so disappointed in me. Well, these types of thoughts and comparisons really will rob not only us of joy, but also of hope. Many have given up under the weight of these kinds of thoughts. However, Damon had a wise leader who taught him a profound truth when it came to his struggle and comparing where he wanted to be to where he was, to where he thought he should be to where he was. His leader responded, you're not a hypocrite because you have a bad habit that you are trying to break. You are a hypocrite if you hide it, lie about it, or try to convince yourself that Christ and the church has the problem for maintaining such high standards. Being honest about your actions and taking steps to move forward is not being a hypocrite. It's being a disciple. 
And then this leader quoted one of my favorite quotes from Elder Richard G. Scott, who taught that the Lord sees weakness differently than he does rebellion. When the Lord speaks of weakness, it's always with mercy. That perspective gave Damon hope. He realized God was not up there saying, Damon blew it again. (laughs) Instead, he was probably saying, look how far Damon has come. Look how strong he has been to continue to keep fighting. Now, I want to pause there and have you consider this comparison. God not comparing us with where we are going, but how far we've come. He continued, This young man finally stopped looking down in shame or looking sideways for excuses and rationalizations, and he looked up for divine help instead, and he found it. And now listen to this statement. Damon said that the only time I had turned to God in the past was to ask for forgiveness, obviously because of his shortcomings. But now, he said, I also ask for grace, his enabling power. And I had never done that before. And then Damon said this beautiful statement that all of us, all of us would do well to remember and to internalize. He said, these days, I spend a lot less time hating myself for what I have done and a lot more time loving Jesus for what he has done. Isn't that beautiful? This is the one comparison that we need to make and make often. All that we have done becomes lighter in comparison to what he has done. Because what he has done has taken our burdens, our mistakes, our sins, our sicknesses, our weaknesses upon him. And we have the opportunity to change and be forgiven because of what he has done. Again, I really believe that he is not up there frustrated and disappointed with how much we've fallen short, but instead cheering us on for how far we've come. That's the God I believe in and worship. And while for most of my life I've struggled, like Damon, feeling good enough, feeling like God approved of me, I felt like I was always coming up short as well. But as time has gone on, I've started to change my perspective. I've started to see more clearly what he's done and why he did it. He already knew everything that we would do, and he took it on him anyway. Not so that we would feel bad about ourselves, but so that we could be forgiven and become better one step at a time, so that he would know fully how we felt and how to best help us. Considering how long Damon had struggled, it was unhelpful and unrealistic for parents and leaders assisting him to say, never again, too quickly, or to arbitrarily set some standard of abstinence to be considered worthy. Instead, they started with small, reachable goals. They got rid of all the all-or-nothing expectations and focused on incremental growth, which allowed Damon to build on a series of successes instead of failures. Do you see the difference? He learned that he could prosper by degrees. Now, all of us have some very big flaws, especially when compared in the light to other successes. And yes, we will feel worse about ourselves when we do that. But when we compare them to what Christ has done, we can find ourselves in a place not only to ask for forgiveness, but also to ask for grace. Elder Christofferson, another leader of my faith, sums it up beautifully when he says, To deal with something very big, we may need to work at it in small daily bites. Incorporating new and wholesome habits into our character, or overcoming bad habits or addictions, most often means an effort today followed by another tomorrow, and then another, perhaps for many days, even months and years. But we can do it because we can appeal to God 
for the help that we need each day. Comparing what we have done to what he has done, especially in light of why he did it, can bring so much joy and hope. It's the only comparison that can really help us to feel better about ourselves in a healthy way. Because of what he's done, I can know that I'm worth it, that I'm enough as I am, flaws and all, mistakes and all, no matter how many times I feel that I come up short, he continues to love, to encourage, and stands ready and able to give of his grace to enable men to become better. Today, if you're going to compare yourself to anyone, compare yourself to him, and you too will find yourself hating yourself a little less for what you've done and loving him a little bit more because of what he has done. Now, thanks for listening today, everyone. As always, I hope you have a great weekend. So excited for Halloween, aren't you? Do something fun with your friends, your family, your kids. Create some great memories this weekend. Take those kids trick-or-treating of yours. They will grow up before you realize it, I promise you. This is actually the first year that my daughters will be too old and probably tall (laughs) at this point to go trick-or-treating for themselves. And to be honest, it's kind of sad for me to realize that those moments with them have passed. But I'm sure that we'll find other memories to start making and things to do, and so can you. As long as we're alive, it's never too late to make a memory. Until next time, I'm Josh Downs, and you're listening to The Daily Drive.